0: Welcome again once again to a beautiful day And we just say we are so happy to be back here again So if you're hearing my voice, it must be Saturday once again Saturday at 2.30 We welcome each and every one of you This is the Bishop Dr. Charles E. Jones Jr. Senior Pastor and Overseer of New Life with New Hope The House of Healing and Restoration. We are also located at 306 West Monroe Street in Carbondale, Illinois. We are at the moment. We are sharing the building. uh, First Christian Church building. So we want to welcome everyone to come on out. Enjoy us. Have a good time. Join us and just let's praise the most high. And give him the glory and the praise that he so rightfully deserves. Now today I'm going to be going into the book of Psalms chapter 91. And I hope this reaches someone because I was led to go this way. So I put my what I was going to bring aside because it come to me and my spirit and the spirit spoke to me that says to go this way so we're going to read in the book of psalms chapter 91 and may there be a blessing to the hearer, reader and doer of his holy word so chapter verse one he who dwells in the secret place of the most high will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. We say to our Heavenly Father, you are our refuge and our fortress. You are our Father and in you we will trust. Surely, He will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome, deadly pestilence. Now, first of all, we want to just say we praise him for that. A lot of times we realize at certain times that before we even want to acknowledge who our Heavenly Father is, how many people... Or how many times have you yourself or others may have said, well, I'm living the way I want to live. I'm doing the things I want to do and I'm participating in whatever I want to do and have no, no worries about doing right. Or sometimes you might start feeling like, well, I've been living this way for a long time and I haven't been giving God the time that he's needed. And so I want to make a change. I want to start doing better. I want, I, I, I'm i doing good. He's blessed me financially. He's blessed me with my health. He's blessed me with my strength, the activity of my limbs. And I just want to return a favor. Some people want to start giving to charities. Some want to do this and that. But some people somewhere decide, hey, I want to make a change. I want to turn my life over. I want to turn over a new leaf. And so they start to say, hey, I'm not going to do these bad things anymore. I'm going to put aside and put away all this stuff that I've been doing. And I want to share some time with my heavenly father. I'm going to make this a real brief. But I was um, I was watching a little short, um, well actually I was watching Steve Harvey, one of his videos where he was talking about his daily routine and as busy as he is and all the things that he goes through, he said one of the main things that he do is at around 4.30 from Monday through Friday, his routine is starts off in this pattern but then it varies on what he has lined up for him but in the morning he said he wakes up at 4 30 around 4 30 a.m and he goes about he has a studio that's close to his house so he takes a go-kart So he has a studio close by his house. So he grabs a go-kart and he drives to a studio. And before he gets there, he said he takes some time to pray. I can't remember if it's 30 minutes or an hour. But he pray and he uh, consecrates himself, meditates. So he prays for about, let's say, 30 minutes. And then he takes another 30 minutes to meditate and to just listen for the voice of the most high, the voice of God to talk to him. And the reason why I say that is still on the scriptures that we're talking about, which is. He who dwells in the secret place of the most high will abide under his shadow, under the shadow of the almighty. Now you might not be all that you want to be or the best that you could be. And sometimes when you start to make a change and turn over a new leaf to our heavenly father, That's when the enemy gets mad and he wants to attack you and he wants to throw different things into the picture and try to hinder you. Because what he wants you to do is get discouraged. He wants you to get frustrated. He wants you to say, hey, I try living for God or I try living for the creator of the whole world, but it's not working out. He wants you to give up. Because he knows there's benefits if you abide in him. Remember the scripture that says, if you abide in me and I abide in you, you can ask whatever you will. And it shall be given to you, not might, not maybe, not good, but it shall be given to you. That's letting you know that you can get so in tune with the Lord, with the almighty with the creator who is so gracious. He allows us to be his sons and daughters. And he says that you can come to me and I will be your father and you will be my children. Even though we're grown, we're not too grown to not need a father, especially a heavenly father. But in this, this is what he's talking about abiding in a secret place of the Most High verse 2 we say you are our refuge and our fortress you are our father and in you we will trust surely he will deliver us from the snare of the Fowler the Fowler is basically someone that's laying in wait to do you harm to do damage to you It says, and from the noisome deadly pestilence, which are no good. But we don't have to worry about that. We don't have to worry about the ones that's laying in wait for us. Or that wants to do us harm. Because he will always make a way for us. Verse 4. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings will you trust he don't want you to go no other way but believe and trust in him his truth will be your shield and buckler i'm I'm hoping that someone that's listening to this is being encouraged because like i said i was going to bring something else but the spirit spoke to me and said psalms 91 And this is something that he knows somebody somewhere will be at home listening to the radio or maybe in your car driving and you happen to hear this message that's going to encourage you to touch your heart, touch your mind and let you realize that this is not me bringing this word. But this is the almighty. This is the God, the creator that was way back that you read about in your Bibles. That it's not a myth. It's not a fairy tale. He he is alive. He is real. He exists. And he knew that you would be listening at this very appointed time. Something else could have came up. But he know that you needed to be encouraged to give him his time. Give him some praise. Give him some honor. Stop by the church. Stop by his house. His house. You don't have to go for the, and if if you're in our area, 306 West Monroe Street, Carbondale, Illinois. We're there. We start our service at 2 p.m. Because, like I said, we're in the. First Christian Church building. So we're not a mega church. We don't have a whole crowd there. But you can come in. You can have your mind set on him. Not on us. Not on what's going on. But let him abide in your heart. Let him get in your spirit. Let him lead and direct you. You can tone everything out but listen to the word. Listen to what he has for you. Give him some time. Abide in him. Verse 5. You will not be afraid of the terror of night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that waits at moonlight. How many have ever been so afraid of the dark? You afraid to go to sleep? You can't sleep. You have to have a nightlight on or a light on or a lamp on because you're afraid. But guess what? Being afraid, that thing called fear, is our enemy. And our Heavenly Father don't want us to fear. I mean, think about it like this. If you had a bodyguard, it doesn't matter how many cameras you have up, surveillance cameras, if you have plenty of well-trained snipers, if you have the best of the best of the best that's watching around you all day and all night, and while you're going to bed at night to sleep, they are trained and hidden where people would not suspect them to be. You can rest like a baby. And that's how he wants us to be. He knows trials going to come. He knows tribulations going to come. He knows what you're going through. He knows what you're going to say before you say it. That is so powerful. How many seen the movies of a Latin where the genie comes out? Big, bold and strong and powerful that knows so much, it knows everything. Well just imagine our heavenly Father who knows everything, He created everything. Remember job was who feared him, the man in the Bible, who he was blessed, he had wealth, he had servants on top of servants. He had riches on top of riches. He had so much cattle. He was the richest man in the land. He didn't have to worry about nothing, but he stayed meek and humble. And he feared the Lord. He feared God. He feared the Most High with fear and trembling. And he prayed every day throughout the day. He prayed for himself. He prayed for his household. He prayed for his children that if they said something, if they did something that they weren't supposed to. Father, please forgive them. But. The Lord allow the enemy to. Attack him. And he you heard a story, I'm sure. And if you haven't, it goes like this. This rich man in one day lost everything he had. But you know what he did? It hurt him. Even his children, he lost all his, all his children got killed in the same day. One servant coming to him after another before that one can finish telling him what's going on with that calamity. Another situation. Chaos was just raging He's hit with this. He's hit with that. He said, all your cattle gone, all your, all, everything's gone. Your children was all at one person's house, and, and they all died. They all got killed. Horrible. But he had trust, faith, and confidence that no matter what it is, I can get out of this situation. And then on top of that, the enemy, Satan, smote him with balls with all these swords on his entire body where he couldn't even move he couldn't sit down he couldn't rest he had to sleep in ashes and sackcloth but guess what he still trusted he still prayed and served the most high Verse 7, A 1,000 will fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand. But it will not come near you. Only with your eyes you will look and you will see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made God, our Heavenly Father, your refuge. Make it at one chance, that one change, that one thing that you've done right was you've made him your refuge, which is all he wants to do. He wants to lead us. He wants to guide us. He wants to protect us. He wants to be the father that some of us never had. He wants to be the father of all fathers. He wants to love us. He wants to. Share his kingdom with us. Because he loves us so much. And because. You have made him. Your refuge. Because you have made him. The most high. Your house. His house. No evil will befall you. Nor will any plague come near your dwelling. For he will give his. Angels charge concerning you to keep, protect you in all your ways. They will bear you up in their hands, so you will not strike your foot against a stone. Remember that. That sound familiar? Remember when the Messiah was in the wilderness to be test- tested of the enemy, Satan in the desert, in the wilderness, in the mountains for 40 days, fasting and praying, and the enemy wants to come to him and say, if you be the son of God, won't you cast yourself down off this mountain? For, hey, did, did it not say in the scriptures, was it not written in the Holy Scrolls that he will send his angels charged to catch you before you hit the ground? Before you lose your life. He tempted the Savior, the most high, the Messiah. Our heavenly or most holy rap rabbi. He tempted him. So, hey, he's going to tempt us. But guess what? It will he won't he will not prevail against us. Don't worry about what the people say. Don't worry about anybody. It there are so many benefits when you dwell in him. It feels so good. Sometimes if you just steal away, get away to a nice quiet spot. Pray for a little bit. Somebody says some people say, I don't know how to pray. What should what should I pray? But praying Is just a sincere Request It's like you got somebody That you love so dear To you And you're just opening up to them Letting them know how you feel If you need help with something If you got an addiction If you got a problem If you got a situation All you're doing is just talking Father Father I heard that you do exist. I heard that you're willing to be a father to me. And I'm willing to be a child of yours. And I hear that the wrong that I've done over my life doesn't matter if I want to turn my life over to you and live for you and and start over anew, a new fresh but I'm asking you, I can't, I can't do it on my own. I need your help. Will you help me? It can be that simple. Sometimes it don't have to be that long. It's, it's, the prayer is not a thing of a limitation. There's not a time limit on prayer. Sometimes you can pray for just a few seconds. Sometimes you get to praying And you start feeling something coming over you. And instead of fearing, don't fear. That's just his presence, letting you know he's right there with you. Don't be afraid when you feel something that feels like it's right there, right over you. Sometimes it might feel like the hairs on your body just stands up. That's the time. Just cry out to him more. Talk to him more. Tell him what you want. Tell him what you need, you need for him to do. Tell him what problems you need fixed. Tell him what you need to, whatever is burdening you down, talk to him. Let him know. He is the way. Man is not the solution all the times. Friends cannot help you all the times. Family, loved ones, Sometimes you got to go into this secret place like this in the scriptures and a secret place is just a place off to yourself where you will not be distracted. Turn your phone off. Get away from noise. Just get to a quiet place and let them know how you feel. Let them know you're sorry for what you've done and you're willing to change And you want to go forward from there. And the angels will bear you up in their hands. So you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and adder. The young lion and the dragon. You will trample under feet. Why? Because God, the almighty she says because you have set your love upon me I will deliver you I will cause you to escape I will set you on high because you know my name you will call me and I will answer you I will be with you in trouble I will deliver you and honor you he will be with you through the thick he will be with you through the thin. He will set you on high because of who you are now and who you realizing you are now, who you're accepting to be now, who you want to be now you're not a low some people say you're nothing. Some people look at people and say you're nothing, you're never mountain be nothing and make you feel like that. You'll start thinking and believing that. But he wants to let you know, as I just read. You are somebody and I'm going to make you somebody. I'm going to make you more than what you know, who you think you are. He said, you will call me and I will answer you. Remember a time in the scripture where the heavens were shut up for a long space of time between Malachi and Matthew? Could nothing go there was no rain there was not even a sound of prayer they would not heaven our heavenly father would not even listen to nobody for 400 years nothing was said nothing was done no voice you know how sad it is when you trying to call on your father, your heavenly father, but you've messed up so much. He don't even want to hear from you. But then when he does answer, it's going to be a blessing. He's on your side. He's with you. He said, "I will deliver you and honor you." The last verse 16, "With long life I will satisfy you and I will show you my salvation." Just like, I mean, we are blessed. And and this book, this was written by Moses, believe it or not. This was written by Moses. And look how long that's been. But guess what? A lot of the events that take place in the Bible, we realize that our trials, our circumstances, our situations Whatever we've been through, whatever we're going through, whatever we come face to, it's nothing new. We can read about it and see that somebody somewhere went through what we went through. Somebody somewhere are going through with what we're going through. Even though at times we feel like we are alone, we're not alone. We just haven't found the person to stand up and tell you, hey, I been through that or I'm going through that or I just went through that so you're not by yourself you're not alone and just imagine for the Hebrews it was their Messiah it was their creator but then he turned to us and allowed us Gentiles everyone else to be a part of his great, wonderful master plan. So heaven is and all the royalty in it is for you. Is for you. You're a part of that. And he's honored. He says he's honored that you even consider your ways that you thought about what you were going through, that you thought about him enough to say, hey, I want to be a part of you. I want to be a part of your life and I want you to be a part of mine. That is so wonderful. That is so great. That is so powerful. He loves you so much that he gave his only begotten son So I want everyone to just let that soak down in your spirit and realize there's nothing you're doing that's too hard for him. There's nothing that you've been through that you don't deserve to be an heir or joint heir with him. So once again, this is the Bishop. Dr. Charles E. Jones, Jr. signing off. New Life with New Hope, House of Healing and Restoration at 306 West Monroe Street in Carbondale, Illinois. We love you and please stop by. We would love to see you and your family. So join us.